When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast where we discuss young adult fiction in the horror, mystery, thriller, supernatural genre, sometimes sci-fi. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kaytai. I'm another of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And tonight we're discussing Remember Me by Christopher Pike. Babies discuss YA. <laughs> Remember me scary. Very young adults. <laughs> Ow, I just hit myself in the face with this big, big, oh, big no. book. Oh, what an injury. Oh, my. Mm, <sighs> speaking of injuries. Head injuries, <laughs> right? Specifically. Mm-hmm. Ouchie. Mm-hmm. Ouch, ouch, ouch. You were generous today. You included sci-fi. And I remember last time you did not want to include it. Oh, I'm changeable. Yeah. Classic yeah. Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know very much about astrological signs. I except know that I'm a Libra on the mm-hmm. cusp. Mm-hmm. I just found out that your sun sign describes your personality. What sun your sign? sign? Exactly. <laughs> but your moon sign is what you're supposed to be reading the horoscope for. So I've been reading Gemini horoscopes for 34 years like an idiot. Oh. Okay. And your moon sign how do you is a figure out what specific. Your, how do you figure out what your moon sign I'll is? I'll send you a link. Great. Thank you. I'll put that in the show notes. I don't actually know. You just have to like Google it and sure. enter your info. I'll, I'll, I'll Google... But that birth certificate will come in handy. Mm-hmm. Because you have to know the time and place. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> cool. But your so your Libra describes like what you're like. Okay. I guess that makes sense. And then your rising sign. No, I think the moon sign is your rising sign. There's another one where it's like, this is your essence. I oh, I want to know what is. my essence is. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so now I have to read horse. Uh, horse. <laughs> I don't horoscope. Know. Oh, okay. No, now I have to read Scorpio horoscope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gosh, this News whole time I've been reading. I know. Libra, I felt like, like a idiot. fucking chump. I feel like not enough people know that. I feel like no one does. No one knows it who except for knows that? except for who? Copernicus. Except for Copernicus. <laughs> it's just Pic- Copernicus. <laughs> Copernicus. Copernicus? Oh no. Copernicus and Copernicus. Oh no. Mm-hmm. It's just Pakipsky and uh and Copernicus and Pakipsy. And in babies. In babies. <laughs> All babies know their moon sign. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be amazing. You're born knowing your moon sign and then it just like evaporates out of your baby brain. It's just like how you forget magic is real. It's true. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten too. And now I can't do it. I can't see all the fairies that are in this room. Mm. This room is full of fairies. Such a bummer. Ugh. I bet they'd be so cool to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, share all their fairy knowledge. Well, d- speaking, speaking of, of fairies, <laughs> well, I've been watching uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. 
Oh, that keeps popping up. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to watch that. And then I just watch more Andy Griffith. Oh, you've been very active on the Andy mm-hmm. Griffith front. Mm-hmm. It's going well? Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. Love it. I should watch it. It's great. I've only ever seen like episodes here and there. I've never done a completionist. I had never even watched an episode because I was a real snob about um, uh, Southern shows. <laughs> like I wouldn't watch that or Green Acres or Beverly Hillbillies or Petticoat Junction. <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. When I was growing up, we always used to rent this condo um, on the big island of of Hawaii mm-hmm. and um for some reason the only this was before Netflix and like before all that the mm-hmm. only like media they had in this condo were VHSs of the Beverly Hillbillies oh my god it was so weird and so we would just watch <laughs> it like watch that to the sound of like waves <laughs> like, <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> so I have seen quite a bit I've probably seen every episode of the Beverly oh, Hillbillies wow. Mm-hmm. That is silly. Mm-hmm. That's very silly. It's very silly. Kona Reef, go there. Find which condo it is. and Next time I want to check out some hillbills. <laughs> just yes. book a flight. Yeah, I'll just book that flight. <laughs> Why are you going to Hawaii? Uh, Beverly Hillbills. <laughs> uh, She's like, oh, another one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, can't keep these looky-loos out. Oh, boy. Um, how was your week? I haven't seen you in a long time. We oh, had yeah. a, we had it's an off week. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Has it been a few weeks, or is that just my it's brain? It's only been like, well, uh, so we usually happened. see each other once a week, so yeah. we haven't seen each other for two weeks. Okay, I thought it was more. Mm. Time has no meaning to me no. anymore. That's cool. it's because you're reading your sun sign. Because <laughs> I'm reading my moon. I'm sign, sorry, Kelly. Your moon sign. My <gasps> moon sign. Oh, you'll never get the hang of it. <laughs> I'll never be an astronomer. Wait, astrologist? Wait, which one is it? It's astrologist. Astrologist. Okay. And also Copernicus. I'm sure was an astronomer. Yes. I really don't think I, he was mapping out his no. horoscope. <laughs> I don't think he had anything to do. Nope. Great. Um, so I how were you weeks about him though? Uh, good. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Labor Day happened. Mm-hmm. Didn't do much. I had dinner with my, my improv team. Went and oh, watched fun. some improv afterward. Hung about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything I did the last two weeks. What a waste of, what a waste, waste. of a life. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, I guess nothing bad happened then. Yeah. If you can't that's remember That's always it. good. I have nothing to rant about, so... Yeah. What about you? Um, I went to Idlewild with the boyfriend. Right. Cool pics. Thanks. Some cool pics. If anyone wants to check out the pics, I don't know, follow me on Instagram. (laughs) You can fly to Hawaii. There's a box next to (laughs) Beverly Hillbillies. VHS pile. (laughs) Yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs) Um, which was very relaxing and very needed because I've been, I don't know, running on fumes lately. And then today I went to the eye doctor. Oh, yes. And my eyesight got worse. Mm-hmm. It had been evened out for so long. And I was like, this is it. But it was one mm-hmm. of those things where it was always, my prescription is very, very bad. Like, it's very, very. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm really blind. Um, and so when you get up to my prescription, they usually make contacts in quarter powers. Mm-hmm. But they make so few of the really high prescriptions that they just make them in half powers. Oh, so, so you got to go up. Uh, so it's always been like on the need. cusp. 
Oh, so and they were just like, we don't want you to half. be. Yeah, they're like, we don't want you to be more than you need. So you're always going to kind of be just just under. Right. And then today was the day that they were like, well, <laughs> well you've moved. You're a woman now. Yes. Ugh, I was in that in-between space of like. Mm, tweens. Puber-tween. Yeah. <laughs> puber-tween. <laughs> that was a puber-tween. One of those puber-tweens you hear about. <laughs> that sounds so disgusting. <laughs> One of those pubes-tweens. <laughs> because it just sounds like a crotch. Because your pubes are in between your legs. Pub-tweens. Pub-tweens. Pubes-tweens. Pubes, Te- teenage. Teeny pubes. Wait, no. I'm a teeny pube. Veto. Veto that Hard no. Hard no, indeed. Mm. Um, but you know what? Uh, gotta say, love this book. Oh, good. It was great. I was like, I kept, because I was reading it in Idlewild, mm-hmm. and I kept like saying to, uh, to Micah, like, like th- I kept like stopping and being like, this book is so good. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and I was so like not only enthralled with like the whodunit aspect, but uh-huh. also like just really enjoying the ride. And I really yeah. liked Sherry. Yeah. I I just loved the whole experience. It was awesome. That's awesome. Did you enjoy I kept it? saying like, this is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. And that would have been really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. I didn't. In the end, I was like. You know, I think that Spellbound is a cooler book. I think the twist is a little cooler. Yeah. I think she's a little more self-possessed. I think. But I still really love this book because I was just enthralled with the whole afterlife. uh, Yeah. Secret boyfriend waiting there for me. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. I will say that there were some things that Peter did at the end. That I was like, it gets super weird. Where I was just like, I don't need you to be doing this part. Yeah, I was like, I would have been so happy if we had not even been introduced to what's his name's daughter, to the um, oh god, that was the worst. Okay, so so let's let's go from the from the top. Um, So the tagline of this is so we've got again at like a double tagline. I'll read the tagline so you can read the plot. Oh, oh I only different. have one. Yours is different because it's the new ones. Ooh, that's quite a tagline on the new one. Because it's so the Remember Me books are a three part series. Um, two and three didn't come until quite a while afterward. And it is one of the ones that they're uh, slapping together and selling with new covers and like targets and stuff to try to pull mm-hmm. in the teens. With that, um, like, matte kind of cover. It's like yeah, kind of a matte feeling, cool. velvet feel cover with a, mm-hmm. a real close-up of a very pale woman and mm-hmm. smoke around her face. Mm-hmm. And red lips. Red lips. I like, it's like, finally they called the series what it is. Yeah, is they keep calling me. it something else. Yeah, before Final Friends came to die for, mm-hmm. right? And then um, Spellbound letter. was Bound to You. Yeah, along with something like else that wasn't related that makes no sense to yeah, it was put like together. not related. Yeah, well, I don't know why they're not just selling these fucking books like normal. So, um, so okay, read your tagline because it's pretty cool. Okay, her death will not go unpunished. That's a sweet ass tagline. What's yours? Mine is they killed her, but she came back. Oh, <laughs> um, but she I mean, came accurate. back. Yeah, it, it's true. Accurate. Just not as cool. Yeah. And then on the back, it says, she did not understand that she was dead. Oh. 
what's your what's let your me see, let me see yours real quick what's your Make sum sure it's not giving shit away oh yours is very much more detailed it's real long mine is very um vague and oh and yours doesn't at all go into two and three no so it only covers the first one then you you read mine you've got the better voice <laughs> okay you're a pro when sherry cooper awoke at home after being at her girlfriend's birthday party her family acted like she wasn't there they didn't hear a thing she said. They wouldn't even look at her. Then the call came from the hospital. Her father and brother paled. Her mother started to cry. Sherry didn't know what was wrong. Not until she followed them to the hospital. There, she found herself lying on a cold slab in the morgue. The police said it was a suicide. Sherry knew she had been murdered. Making a vow to herself to find her killer, Sherry embarks on the strangest of all criminal investigations. <laughs> Accurate. Good phrasing. Uh, one in which, uh, hate when he's, I don't like starting a sentence with one in which. Oh. One in which she spies on her old friends yeah, and even enters their grammar. dreams, where she comes face to face with a nightmare from beyond the grave. The that's, shadow. That's inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. It, some of these are, this is like intentionally misleading. Yes. I, I mean, think, the, the whole shadow thing is, is good. But it was cool. She didn't encounter it in their dream. Nah. It's a lie. A thing lie. more horrible than death itself. The key to Sherry's death. The only thing that can stop her murderer from murdering again. Basically I guess it true. is. That's yeah, that's true. true. Um, so I feel like probably we don't need to get into the plot as much, especially since this is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. I think finally it's a good example of like, okay, this is a plot that is linear and makes sense Mm -hmm. and doesn't have a bunch of bonkers side drama. And there aren't like, really, there's just one main character. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we're trying to like really flesh out literally everybody's fucking life. Mm -hmm. But also nobody's really just like two-dimensional. Right. It's just like, it's just enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so Sherry is our main gal. Mm -hmm. Sherry Coopy. Sherry Coop. I would say upon rereading my favorite part, and I couldn't remember it going into it. I was like, what the fuck's the shadow? I do not remember that. <laughs> I was so delighted and surprised by what it ends up being, yeah. which is just like almost like a guardian angel companion that watches everybody's, like everybody has their own shadow. Mm-hmm. It watches your entire life unfold and you're afraid of it because it knows the complete truth about you and so you project all of your fears and insecurities onto it Mm -hmm. but in fact it has nothing but love for you your entire life so it's like the it's like an embodiment of karma Mm -hmm. and it sticks with you for through every lifetime Mm -hmm. and the reason that you're afraid of it is because it it is forcing you to face whatever you haven't faced from previous lifetimes yes yes and i kind of looked at it also as like um like true self-reflection. Like in the never-ending story. Mm-hmm. When Atreyu has to face himself and it turns out he's Bastion. Mm-hmm. 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 hmm Exactly like that. Yep. Um, where it's like you're like there's so much fear when it comes to like true introspection because you do have to look at yourself in kind of like an unsavory way. Mm-hmm. And there is a fear that like Peter has de- – Peter, um, the other ghost that she encounters, mm-hmm. uh, definitely – discusses which is that he's afraid he's going to be consumed by it forever yeah and that is something that people are afraid of like they're afraid that if they'll touch it that'll be all they know 
And because he has more to fear because he caused his own death. Yes. And not quite suicide. He just pulled out in front of a truck when yeah. he was on his motorcycle. Once, Impulsively. There's this great interview. Jeff Garland has a podcast where he just interviews a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was Jeff Garland. Maybe not. Maybe it was like too personal. I can't remember if there was an audience there. There's an audience in the Jeff Garland podcast. But Sarah Silverman was saying that when you when you really look at like the literal definition, suicide is the most whimsical thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Like you do it on a whim. Mm-hmm. You maybe didn't really plan it beforehand. It's just that you got it into your head that you would kill yourself and then you kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what Peter does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there isn't this whole like he hasn't set out on this motorcycle ride to kill himself. Yeah, and I like that it wasn't like, well, you never looked at me, so I killed myself. Ugh. He was just like in a funk. Yeah, well, a and I loved that she was like, I can't believe it was because of me. And he was like, eh, well, I mean, there are Not other really. things. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> a lot going on, Sherry. Yeah, he's like, come on, Sherry, let's calm down. Let's not. Um, but yeah, and 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 uh, his fear that, because he's been told by some of the other ghosts that if the shadow catches you, it will put you in your coffin. It imprisons you. And you have to watch your body decompose. Is that what he says mm-hmm. full stop? Okay. For like the rest of time. And she's like, oh my God, I really don't want that to happen to me. Um, and I think that's something that people are also scared of when they are either starting therapy or just starting on a journey of like self uh improvement or self-reflection or whatever mm-hmm. where they're like what if i open this thing and that's all i know and i'm just stuck with it oh yeah and that's that's a fear i've had that's a fear i'm sure everybody's had i mean we were talking about those uh fear waves that mm-hmm. we're both feeling mm-hmm. when we fall asleep but honestly the thing that i wasn't saying is that it uh started the same time i started therapy mm. Hmm. interesting mm-hmm Huh. Little afraid of what I was going to be yeah. opening up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But mm. it wasn't like it was a subconscious thing that I realized after the fact. Yeah. Like all of a sudden I was having a lot of trouble sleeping. I was really afraid to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I, um, mine started when I broke, now that we're thinking of like things that line up, mine started when I broke up with my boyfriend. Oh, really? Of four and a half years. That's a while. Yeah. yeah. And I was afraid because I remember thinking like, well, I was afraid of a lot of things, mm-hmm. like afraid that I had like hurt a person irreparably, afraid that I had like been needlessly cruel to someone, afraid that also like not really knowing who I was as me mm-hmm. because I had spent so long being in a relationship where I was like constantly caring emotionally for another person. Mm-hmm. Um, And I remember being afraid, I don't know, that that I had done the wrong thing or that I yeah, that's wouldn't really be happy with hard who I know. was. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm okay. I'm all right now. Good. Yeah. I'm, I haven't had the fear thing in a couple months, so that's good. I think it definitely slowed down for me, but then it, I think I I had one last month at some mm-hmm. point. It's weird because it doesn't happen super frequently, but it's so intense that it feels like it happens like a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it was happening a lot at first. I was having mm-hmm. an insane problem sleeping. Mm-hmm. It was really that's so frustrating. Because usually uh, my problem is that I fall asleep too easily. Yeah. Oh. Yep. But so yeah, I got it. 
want to open that door. Yeah. So I thought that was like a good, I don't know. I thought this book like handled larger themes really well, but Mm -hmm. also like remained an interesting story. Mm -hmm. And also somehow remained like a teen story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of over the uh, big breasted girl trying to steal my man. Thing. There wasn't, and no one was trying to steal her man. Mm-mm. And then she Beth turned out to be pretty cool. Yeah, Beth was fine. Yeah. Because she was just like, oh, you're a douche. Yep. Like, I loved that he turned out to be the douche, that Dan. Yeah. But I also loved that moment where she found him crying over her, mm-hmm. but then like threw her photo across the room. Mm-hmm. Like, he's human too. He, yeah. he is affected by grief. Mm-hmm. Even douches get sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I liked, um, I I liked the buildup too, like to her death. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, she's at a party. I guess we can start there, right? Yeah, sure. We can talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whose birthday? It's Beth's birthday. Yes, right. It's Beth's yeah. birthday because Amanda brings her. No, Amanda, no, Amanda doesn't, doesn't bring, bring anything. anything. Sherry brings her a used Beatles album, mm-hmm. even though she knows Beth doesn't like the Beatles. Mm-mm. But then Beth's a big sweetheart and mm-hmm. grabs it and is like, oh, the Beatles, my favorite. Yeah. And then Dan brings Beth earrings, even though he's Sherry's boyfriend. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That would be, I would be like, like, because she finds out in the car. Mm-hmm. I I would honestly, like, if I were a teenager in a car and my boyfriend is bringing a gift for this girl earrings, I would be like, pull over. Yeah. We need to talk right now. Yeah, we're breaking up now. Now. And I am not going to this party. No. I'm going to Go survive tonight. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Uh-huh. You are taking Joe and I home. Yeah. And you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, Amanda can go with you. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, Amanda is uh, thought to be an innocent at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, Amanda can come with, too. Um, then, yeah, Amanda's Oh, it's a, pretty whimsical that Amanda kills her, too. Yeah. She just I does mean, it. She's crazy. She is banana pants. Mm-hmm. She, Even more so than Alice. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she... Yes. I'm from Give Me a Kiss. Not, mm-hmm. There's no Alice in this book, no. by the way. Um... And even more so than, um, wait, is Alice the one? Herpes. Hmm? Alice is the one with herpes. Oh, who was I thinking of? The one who, Pam? There's one who imagines. Oh, the, the. On the Final Friends girl? Yeah. Polly. Polly. Poor Polly. (laughs) Yeah, poor Polly. At least Polly had reason to be. She actually wasn't murderous crazy. She was. Like, um. Missing parts of her memory. Yeah, well, yeah. because she had been el- electric shocked. Mm-hmm. This, on the other hand, this girl wants to have an incestuous relationship oh, with her man. brother. She's insane. She's not letting anyone get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Not even him. Mm-mm. Ugh. No good. No good. So weird. So gross. So, <laughs> so to lay it out, just in case nobody read this book, the the reason that so Amanda murders Sherry. Mm-hmm. And the reason that she does sh- so is because she finds out that she and Sherry were switched at birth and then thinks that Sherry somehow knows this and is rubbing it in her face all the time. Yep. And also is dating Sherry's presumed but- 
brother. Yep. Actually, Amanda's own brother. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid she that... She is afraid that everybody's going to tear them apart. Yeah. Everybody who knows that they were switched at birth because there was a big cover-up. And so to make sure that she and her brother can be together forever, she kills Sherry, realizes that wasn't the answer, and then tries to kill herself and Jimmy in like a weird Romeo and Juliet fucked up yeah. funeral pyre. She, yeah, she's got a lot of like killing methods going on at once. Oh, yeah. She has she's, no one favorite. She's like, first. Whatever gets the job yeah, done. We're just going to throw enough shit at the wall. Something's going to stick. insulin gonna give you too much you'll get sleepy well first she's like okay i'm throwing sherry over the balcony yeah all right what's next death by sugar death by sugar i'm gonna feed you after that all this all this chocolate cake and red wine Uh and then i'm gonna put way too much too much insulin directly into your bloodstream meanwhile i've got a fire going yeah let me let me stoke this fire while you're getting really sleepy but wait at the same time Chimney flues, not open. Not open. So we've got fire and smoke. And smoke, sugar in your blood, too much insulin in your blood. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to put air in there. Yep. Now I'm going to put an air bubble into your <laughs> vein so it goes to your heart and stops it. Yeah. And then we'll burn together forever. And I'm going to do the same to myself. Yep. In I a minute. Yeah, in, in a second. <laughs> Hang on. I'm not going to do the insulin part to myself. Well, she doesn't need to knock herself out. She oh, that's knocked, right. She doesn't she want to knock herself out. Just to knock Jimmy out. Yeah, so he doesn't so that she has it. the opportunity to put an air bubble mm-hmm. in his vein. And do all that other stuff she's doing. And Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like, you're my real brother. I love you. Yeah. And he's like, wait, do you want to have sex with me? Yeah. She's like, we'll make love and then we'll sleep. And he's yeah. just like, wait, he's I like, feel wait, weird. Wait, wait, wait. What? He's like, hold up. And, <laughs> and he does keep doing that. He's like, wait, he... Wait, did you kill Sherry? Yeah, and she's like, mm, that's not what we're talking about. She's mm. like, yes, it is. Uh, you killed Sherry. Anything after that is unacceptable. And then she's like, don't you want to make love? And he's like, wait, what? Wait, like, no, <laughs> what? You killed Sherry. But first. No, no, no. I'm going to make a fire. I'm not going to let this point go, Amanda. Sleep a little. Shut up. Uh, passes out. Passes out. And then she's like, now back to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Stoking the fire. Mm-hmm. She's a very busy girl. So busy. Meanwhile, poor Sherry is a ghost in the room having a fucking panic attack. She and Peter are watching this happen going, ah. Yeah, they're just like, no, no, no. What? (laughs) What? The detective's on his way. It's not going to be fast enough. It's not going to be fast enough Mm -hmm. because he's driving. It's going to take like 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. And so Sherry uh, just does a quick pop into his vein as a ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. Travels she goes into heart. the bubble. Mm-hmm. She goes into the bubble. Mm-hmm. Travels to his heart. She she beautiful talks to Jimmy in there. Lotus, golden yeah, lotus, beautiful heavenly lotus. <laughs> it's uh, it's Jimmy's uh, premonition dream mm-hmm. at the beginning of the book come mm-hmm. to life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he, very cool. He has very vivid dreams. He's also a sleepwalker. He's also colorblind. And he's also colorblind. And he also has diabetes, by yeah. the way. That's why there's insulin. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has diabetes. <laughs> That's why there's sugar shock and insulin. Um, and who knew that and, both siblings would have both diabetes yeah, and colorblindness? And col- Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that happens often? Do all siblings all just siblings, have diabetes no. and are colorblind? No. Yeah, I what is that? I think because my mom's sister has diabetes, but my mom and none of her brothers do. Yeah, I think that's very uncommon to both of you get both traits. Yeah. And the colorblindness thing, too, 
<laughs> there's like a part where they're like, mm, that's rare in girls. And they're like, it's possible nonetheless. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, like it is like it's very, very rare for a woman to be colorblind because uh, it is a recessive gene that I think attaches to the X. Or I'm sorry. Uh, the Y. No. No, the X. So, I, or wait. Ladies are two X's. And men is X and Y. Yeah. So I think someone's going to be like furiously typing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it can't it, be worse than that episode where we didn't know what X-ray stood for. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this also involves X's. Oh, um, yeah. We can't keep our X's straight. We can't keep straight, our X's straight. I think that it is a recessive gene. Yes. That goes on the part of the X that the Y doesn't have. So if a man has that X and a Y, then it's he's going to be colorblind. I, I don't know, actually. I just know that for something like something to do with a Y chromosome, it's something to do with women not having a Y chromosome and men not having two X chromosomes and it being statistically very rare. I'm sure we could like sit down and do one of those like genetics Maybe the tables. the Y is stickier. Mm-hmm. And so it sticks to the Y. The sticky sugar wine. <laughs> also diabetes. <laughs> yeah, so it seems like, excuse me, it would be even more rare to be colorblind and your brother's colorblind and you both have diabetes. Like, are they twins? Like, like that's, that's the... Whatever. whatever. I mean, fine. It can I don't happen. think so because Sherry's younger yeah. than Jimmy and if they were yeah. switched at birth, then no. And Sherry and Amanda are just a day apart. Yeah. And the reason they were switched at birth is because... I was having trouble tracking this. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. so Amanda is raised by Mrs. Parrish, the Cooper's housekeeper. Mother Mary. Mother Mary. Sherry is raised by the Coopers. Mm-hmm. Should have been a parish. Mm-hmm. The reason that they were switched is because Sherry's blood aunt, Mrs. Fulton, her husband had an affair with her sister, Mrs. Parrish. Mm-hmm. So to get revenge, because Sherry was the product of that affair, she, she switched, switched Amanda and Sherry. She wouldn't have her. to see them. See, or just to punish. And punish Parrish. Punish Parrish. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she and Joe are cousins. Sherry and Joe. Yeah. yeah. Or, yes. Yeah, Sherry yes. And Joe. Oh, half-sisters. Are they half-sisters? And cousins. Wait. Cousins. Wait, how are they have sisters again? Oh, because the dad, that's right. Because Mr. Fulton yeah, they're cousins fucked Miss pa- Mrs. Parrish. Yeah, they got down. They are cousins and have sisters. Yeah. <gasps> have you watched Escaping Polygamy? No. Never heard it of it. It was recommended to me. I think it's on like A&E or something. Hmm. Anyway. That's interesting. It just made me think of that because it was like cousins. cousins. Have you watched um, I Am Not Your Guru, the Tony Robbins documentary on Netflix? No. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I should not have watched it because, of course, now I just want to go to his seminars. Mm-hmm. I'm very susceptible to self-help and mm-hmm. uh, new age stuff. Um, but so in the seminar, he he has everybody who's suicidal stand mm-hmm. because he's very um, sensitive to the fact that he wants to help the worst cases first because mm-hmm. um, there's like so many people at this fucking seminar, mm-hmm. like 2,000 people or something. Oh, Maybe shit. more. 5,000. Um, so everybody who's suicidal stands, it's at his biggest seminar of the year called like Date with Destiny or something. Mm-hmm. 
And so this, this pretty like 26 year old woman stands and he says, well, why do you want to kill yourself? And she says, because I just, I can't take the pain anymore. Mm -hmm. And he, like one of his uh, methods is to throw people off with like a sense of humor and being like Mm -hmm. sarcastic and hard on them. And he says, you're 26. You've got a lot more pain. How much pain could you have suffered? Like, just try to yeah. like, make her laugh a little bit. And she goes, well, I escaped the children of God cult. <gasps> and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she says this and she's like, I was, yeah, me and my brothers and sisters and mother were forced to have sex with people as part of our church. Oh, my God. Because it was said, we were told that all love, even sexual love, was a product of God. Oh, Jesus. And so we all had to have sex with each other as well. Holy and, shit. And she's like, and so now I don't know what love is. I can't trust. I have a lot of problems with sex, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. And she's she's crying. And Tony Robbins is crying. Oh, Everybody's crying. It's, all all 5,000 people are crying. It's really rough and emotional and beautiful, too. God, I want to watch that. It's really good. I really liked it. I was also, like, I thought Tony Robbins was a bit of a punchline. And of mm-hmm. course, now I'm like, I love Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny how that will turn you around. Yeah, I get sucked in so easily. Mm-hmm. But he also just, it, it seems like he's a good guy. And the mm-hmm. guy who made the documentary is the guy who made um, the West Memphis Three documentary that oh. got them freed. Mm-hmm. He's a very legit documentarian. Cool. But the reason he made this documentary isn't because he's like, I'm going to look into this Tony Robbins mm-hmm. fellow. It's because he went to this seminar and thought it was so amazing and yeah. then wanted to do a documentary on it. And I was like, well, that's a pretty fucking awesome yeah. endorsement. Yeah, it is. Cool. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I liked it. I am not your guru. Mm-hmm. Also, when I really love cults. And so when you said that, I like was like, oh, I'm going to like dive into the wikipedia yeah that's why i cult thing. oh man i started to do that and i was like well this is disgusting it's a lot this is really a lot mm-hmm. um cults are a lot yeah like ugh. like i don't ugh. love them obviously ugh. i just have this morbid Fast, obsession yeah. with them. so many people do um mm-hmm. but that's why i was like well if she's watched escaping polygamy she's gonna know the children <laughs> of god all cult. about children <laughs> of god um so, yeah yeah ugh. Sibling, Yikes. sibling sex, man. Yeah. Real gross. And also she's so like delusional because she seems to think, Amanda seems to think that everybody knows. And is shitting on her for it. Yeah. Yeah. And feels wrong. That's ridiculous. She should be in Children of God. She'd love it there. Yep. Because she. the Yeah. The fact that she's like, it just makes her want to have sex and be with her brother more mm-hmm. is nuts yeah that's nuts yeah this is some like cersei lannister oh yeah uh jamie yeah shit where it's like Mm -hmm. like i will only like we are each other and Mm -hmm. we were we were born holding each other and we'll die holding (laughs) each other (laughs) except for the fact that what's jimmy is not interested once he finds out he finds out he's like "Mm, yeah he's like oh my god what and so you killed my real sister. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> or my, you know, the one I the was, one I grew up with. Grew up with. Yeah. 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 And at first she's like, oh my God. He's like, I love you. And she's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Now's the time. Now I'll let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect time to tell you that we're siblings. Let's have sex. Yeah, that we're siblings. And then Let's I'm have gonna sex kill and die. Yep. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, she cray. She was so cray. 
Um, but yeah, I did like I, I liked that Sherry before we find out what the shadow is. Mm-hmm. So at first it's like Sherry's like, fuck this. I want to find out who killed me because I know I did not fucking kill myself. Yeah, because she knows that she can't go into the light because when she heard Mrs. Parrish saying the rosary at her funeral, mm-hmm. a like warm, beautiful light started mm-hmm. to envelop her. Yeah. And then Peter's like, you can go back into that light whenever you want. And she's like, mm, I'll wait to find out who killed me. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, but then it's not just like, I'm going to find out who killed me. It's, it's like, like, I'm going to solve it. Yeah, I'm going to solve it. And then, uh-oh, there's like time ticking because this unknown shadow thing, I think, is trying to get me. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I need to find out down. Yeah, before the shadow gets me. Yeah, which is a cool device to like yes. make it feel super urgent. Yeah, I love that. Because you that. don't yet know that Amanda is, in fact going to kill again there's no indication that whoever killed sherry is that means everybody else is necessarily in danger so it's yeah it's more like mm-hmm. i only have so much time before mm-hmm. this shadow gets me yeah yeah very uh under underworld upside down mm-hmm. very stranger things upside down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um when you said that uh we don't know that they're going to kill again because he already killed sherry mm-hmm. or the person already killed sherry it made me think of, was that what was that from? Where, oh, <laughs> it's from Dear Zachary. Have you watched oh, that? Oh God! Speaking of depressing <laughs> documentaries, Jesus Christ! That movie. When they said, Jesus Christ, why they didn't lock her up? Because they had no. And when they said, well, the person that she went to kill, she already killed. So, so now she's, she's done killing forever. She's done killing. Oh my God, that movie. That, I honestly. Oh God, it's so upsetting. I suggest if you are to watch it, don't look up what it's about. Mm-hmm, I'm Just, not, I was I went about in blind. to say something and yeah. now I'm not. Yeah, don't. Because I didn't know what I was in for. No, I. It's so much worse than you could possibly Like when imagine. you think it is the worst point that it can be, it gets it worse. Gets so much worse. Like I was weeping. Fuck that documentary. It's, yeah. It's so, so hard. It's so. Go watch it now. Like I was just it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out, guys. But make sure that you're not going to see anyone for like three days afterwards because your eyes will be. Or make sure that you have somebody calling you immediately afterwards. Yes. <laughs> like make sure that someone's checking in on you, mm-hmm. but n- don't have to be. T- you know, don't get yeah. pictures taken the next day. No, no, no. Don't. You know, no you're red not carpet. Not going to be fit for society for a bit. No, I that fucked me up. Yeah, it's really awful. That's what that was from. Oh my god. <laughs> Oof. Just thinking about it. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's mind-boggling. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I liked the device of, like, mm-hmm. giving it uh, an urgent need. Yes, exactly. To solve her crime because she feels like she only has so much time. Mm-hmm. But I also liked how brave she was. She was. And how she was like. She was like, fuck this. Yeah, she was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to go see what the like shadow is about. Answer. Yeah. Yeah. Super brave. Yeah. It's the thing that Peter's been running from for how long? A year? Like a year? He's been yeah. like a year. Um, yeah. So he thinks that the shadow is like doomed him to that realm. Mm-hmm. And that his suicide means he can't go on. Yeah. Um, and Sherry not knowing. I mean, he doesn't know the rules of the place. He's just guessing at that out of self-loathing. Yeah. And from what he'd heard from other self-loathing spirits. Yeah. Who've... <laughs> Are also there. Yeah. Um, but she 
<laughs> she's got a can-do attitude. Mm -hmm. and she's like, I don't accept that. And goes to find the shadow. Mm -hmm. She's like, I can't. I can't be doing both these things. Yeah. And she goes to the site of her death, which is a fourth floor condo mm -hmm. balcony. Right. What I don't understand is she couldn't have gotten pushed there at the beginning mm -hmm. of the book when she dies. She got like lifted and thrown mm -hmm. over the side. I don't know if I could lift somebody and then like gracefully toss them over. You know onto what it might concrete. It would be like an awkward struggle of yeah. me grabbing them because it happened so quick for Sherry. Okay, she'd have to be super strong. Yeah. So here are my thoughts on mm -hmm. it. Well, one, I was confused also because she also said Sherry also notes that the guardrail is up to her neck. Yeah, she so has like to have been and insane. She describes being lifted. Yeah, but remember when? So they're doing um, this. Joe is very into the occult mm -hmm. and she has decided that she wants to do this is at the party. And she's like, I want to um, commune with some spirits mm -hmm. and we're going to use a body as a vessel. So we're going to use Beth's right. She uses Beth's body. Yeah. First. She puts a magnet. Yeah. And they behind her head and they're like doing all this stuff, like measuring to see if her legs get longer. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like whenever they ask a question, one leg will get longer mm -hmm. to say yes and the other leg will get longer to say no and if they stay the same then it's maybe, maybe. or i don't know it's like an so, eight ball but then like when she when she is then when they're finished like using her body as a vessel they kind of move her over and um sherry notes that she feels light and that the ground is cold underneath where she was laying um. and then she was talking about how they had done light as a feather, stiff as a board, and started it with the funeral thing. That's true. The fake funeral to make you really light. So maybe, and she is like feeling really like spacey and weird and light. That's true, yeah. So I think maybe she's just light? Yeah, maybe. She's like floopy in the spirit world? Yeah. Some kind of supernatural answer. I'd accept that. Have you ever done, um, have you ever like done like a seance or like a... Seance, Ouija board, never done light as a feather, stiff as a board. Same as for me. Mm-hmm. I think everybody was like, okay, well, that one's not going to work. Why not? Yeah. Or maybe we did, and I just can't remember. Does it it work? didn't go anywhere. Does it work? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. But they do. She describes in the book, she's like, yeah. And then we all lifted her with just a yeah. finger, like at this other slumber party or whatever yeah. party that they did this at. We're like, yep, totally worked. It worked. Nobody's like. Holy shit, this war? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just like, uh -huh. everyone. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, mm -hmm, that was fun. What so a it fun was party game. So, it was said so offhandedly that like as I was reading it, yeah. as an adult woman, mm -hmm. I, I was like, wait, does uh, that shit work? <laughs> so I want to try it. I really want to try Let's it. do it. Just you and me. I'll, just try <laughs> both, I'll try it with both fingers. <laughs> like, light as a feather and I'll just like poke my index fingers underneath <laughs> And you'll back. be like kind of standing like, straddling over me. <laughs> yep. Pulling me up. Then cool. I'll be like, it doesn't work, Kelly. <laughs> Weird. Oh, jeez. Oh, it doesn't work. Um, I want to try it. Cool. Um, But yeah, so they're like, so I, that was kind of my thought that like, I guess she was light and yeah, she I'll just accept like, that. And then I, up. and then I like that we, I mean, I knew that Peter was possessing Sherry. I didn't, I didn't guess that he was also doing the stuff with Beth. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. So poor Peter's just been like, 
following them all around. I know. What a boring life. Helping souls go to the light, checking in on parties. <laughs> That's like some like lovely bones <laughs> shit. He's just been like hanging around watching. Oh, speaking of another thing, <laughs> I'm so upset. The lovely bones, lovely bones is just like, how sad oh, can God. we make this book? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, how sad can we make these bones? <laughs> These are the saddest. They are the saddest, loveliest bones. Let's lock them in a safe and put them in a sinkhole. Um, one upsetting thing after another. This is a macabre day. Well, a lot of these books are upsetting. They are. Um, it's weird to think I started reading these when I was ten or eleven. And it's weird, like, because like looking back on it, I remember thinking. Like, like now, like reading some of these, like Scavenger Hunt, for example, mm-hmm. which is like super gory. Yeah, and naked people. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that book at probably like, yeah, like maybe 11 or 12, maybe. But like, I remember like kind of being like, oh, that's kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. But like, n- I definitely thought that. I was like, oh, yeah. Sexual things happening. I, every time they described the like, perfect oh, top of her breast, yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was like, mm, the bottom in the pool. I was like, no, the bottom. Yeah, there's a scene in another book where like a uh, fully naked uh, character, main female character mm-hmm. is uh, sitting behind a fully naked male character in a hot tub. Ooh. And I was in 12. <laughs> And my mother read it before I read it and really? still let me read it. Didn't huh. say anything. Hmm. Yep. Good mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, let's not talk about this. I'm going to not invade your personal space. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like it got super graphic or anything. No, it's... Yeah. Because, like, now reading it it's like now... It's, so tame. I mean, yeah. Compared to a lot of the stuff that I read for work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is so tame. Yep. But, um, but for a twelve-year-old, that's it, racy shit. I, yeah, mm-hmm. very suggestive. It's utterly suggestive. Utterly. Here's what we're suggesting: mm-hmm. sex, 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 <laughs> sex. Psst, I have a suggestion: <laughs> sex, sex. Um, but yeah. So, can we? Can we talk we about can. Garrett and his daughter? Oh yeah, and how we fucking don't ending. need that fucking ending her. Actually, I did. I loved that part where Sherry is like, thank you for solving my murder. I'm going to mm-hmm. do you a solid and send your heroin addicted daughter back to you. Yeah. The I way like that in the abstract. about doing it <laughs> was a nightmare <laughs> of cheesy lameness. It was like an after it school was special. So lame. Oh, I hated it. I, I, I really hated it. After part. all of the cool yeah. shit everywhere else in the book, like, Shadow's fucking cool. She jumps into a bloodstream. She prevents a stroke. Mm -hmm. Jumping into people. Blue sparks flying Mm -hmm. at things. Oh, Ouija board saying that she's going to burn in hell. The the creepy like crown of thorns that's like happening around Amanda and they coming from her see evil. Ugh, that was cool. And then all of a sudden we've got Sherry and Peter putting on a morality play. In a motel where Sherry's dressed like a beautiful angel. Beautiful golden angel. And Peter's a rhyming devil. Okay. Bescaled devil. 
Okay, I was so upset by this part. Oh my god! Because and I, it ends the book. Yeah, boo. Yeah, I was so mad because because I was like, if this is how you guys are gonna use your fucking freedom, you don't deserve boo to move on. Yeah, you no. Please don't stick around and help no. others. Like th- if this is the way you help, it would have been just so much cooler if they'd gone and talked to her. Yeah. Or, like, done something like the bloodstream thing. Like, enter her dreams or something. Jesus Christ. And it also, like, so... I mean, I guess this is written for teens, so it's supposed to be like, don't do drugs. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's so so missed the reason why people do drugs. Yeah, it just plain scared her. It made it, like, like, scared her into thinking drugs were bad and she needs to live with her dad instead of, like... Yeah, resolving the source of the mm-hmm. addiction. Like, let's peel that back. Yeah. Let's figure out what, let's what, what delve what's into going on. Garrett, like baby Garrett's psyche. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have. I mean, I was picturing like a wire holding up a halo yeah, sitting no. on Sherry's head. Fucking I was picturing lame. like cardboard cutout yeah. scenery. It was yeah, like, so like, awful. Like uh, cardboard fire flames. Yeah. Like, Moving. Like, I know that they can actually manipulate matter, and so that's not what was going on, but that was the level of uh, it was like amateur char- hour. Sh- charlatan. It was, it was horrible. So bad. And when he, okay, and also he's like dressed up like this devil. He's the rhyming. instant he started rhyming, I was like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> if I were Sherry, again, I would have been like, can I talk to you outside, please? Yeah. Um, can we? What are you doing? This is not what we planned. You're, what are you doing? What are you doing? This isn't a joke. This what is, the fuck are you what doing? Are you, what, are you, what are you doing? That girl's addicted to heroin. You're fucking rhyming. You're fucking rhyming and like prancing around like, with your like lizard tongue. Like, like I don't know if this is going to work, Peter. Yeah, Peter. I, don't know. I can't do eternity with you if, this, if is, this is this is a sneak peek. This is what you're bringing to the table. This? No. Rhyming devil? Unacceptable. Peter. I think we need some space. I think we need some space. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go to the light. Why don't you just give me like just follow me when you're grown up yeah. enough? I mean, just think you have. I'm not saying never, but <laughs> but like yeah, give me some time because it. We've already seen her. She's gone into Mrs. Parrish's dream mm-hmm. to let her know that she that Sherry she is gonna be okay, mm-hmm. and and then we get this. Yeah, for a heroin addicted young woman. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some of it. It's very embarrassing. So embarrassing. It's so embarrassing embarrassing to read. It's gonna be embarrassing to say out loud. (laughs) Oh boy. Um. So first, I'll, I'll read the part where they're describing what they look like. Okay. I returned as a radiant angel of light. My hair was long and golden. I had eyes of emeralds and a beautiful silver robe. I spent a long time getting my translucent wings to shimmer with a celestial glow, a fine sight I made standing beside Peter. He played a devil, and it was hard to look at him and not cringe. His mouth was a chopping maw of pointed green teeth, his hide a red and purple map of dragon scales. He had short, squat reptilian legs and took particular delight in drooling dark clots of blood and poking me with his huge black pitchfork. Okay, he's holding a pitchfork? You're so lame. When she says cringe, I want to be like, because you're embarrassed? Yeah. Because you're embarrassed embarrassed. right now? I'm embarrassed. Because we're all embarrassed. Ugh. Yikes. People can see you, Peter. Ugh, so embarrassing. So (laughs) I'll just read, I'll read a couple of lines of his rhyming bullshit. 
<laughs> um, so he's already been rhyming for a while. Just know that. <laughs> so he says, a leg, give me her legs. They taste so good with sausage and eggs. Like, is this green this eggs is and ham? ham? What is going on? The rhyme scheme is it's so bad. Childish. I must have an eye, a soggy eye for my sandwich of ham and rye. And also, what's your pentameter here? Yeah, there, the cadence is completely off. I don't know if I use that word correctly, but whatever. Yeah, no. What's the what's the fucking rhyming scheme yeah. going on here? He doesn't. He look. I think he panicked about making his choice to rhyme. An ear, an ear to mix in my salty beer. Oh, shut the fuck up. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Beer. Reading that made me hate him. Like it made me not want him to succeed. I was. I was like, I'd like pensive Peter back, please. Yeah. Because this we don't need asshole, him confident. Mm-mm. Um, I, I hesitate to give anything away for the other books, but it is just them jumping into other bodies and helping people. Does I mean, he do not more just, rhyming? Not just, not just. No, and he's super whiny. Ugh. No, no more rhymy devil shit. He gets way less fun and is super whiny. Is she and still into him? Yeah, they're Ugh. like. Like a little eternal duo. lovers, yeah. I don't remember it very well. I just remember the opening bits, but yeah. then like something's after them, and it's very spooky. Well, like I like because I have the trilogy in one book. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious about the next books, mm-hmm. and I it opens with like a different person, Jean Rodriguez and Darlene, mm-hmm. but then. I like kind of was just flipping through it and I saw Sherry's name and yep. I was like, oh, and, and it said something about her like leaving Jean's body. So I was like, oh, does she it's still like, definitely possess about her? Sherry? Yeah. Okay. And like some evil she's battling. I don't remember it very well. I definitely did not like two and three as much as I liked one. And yeah. so I can't remember. Yeah. I'm not even sure if I read three. I must have. I wouldn't have just stopped reading these books. I'm a completest yeah me too i hate that when i'm like not interested it like i have to remind myself i don't have to finish things i know but i'm like i need to just finish it food is hard for me movies yeah tv for me too Mm -hmm. i sometimes i'll be watching a show and i'll be like i do not like this show and then i'm and but then like next thing i blink and i've watched like five more episodes i'm Mm -hmm. like why am i i don't like this yeah but i'll get frozen in place and just keep going I started, I like to watch the first 10 minutes of things I know I'm going to hate. Uh-huh. I'm be like, this fucking sucks. And then yeah. I'll move on to the next. But I started watching the first 10 minutes of Autumn in New York with Richard Gere and Winona Ryder. I saw it in theaters and I was like, movie. this movie's a piece of shit. Yeah. This sucks. Uh-huh. I hate this movie. Uh-huh. So I'm like, how bad is it? I'd like to remember mm-hmm. how bad it is. And I watched the first 10 minutes and I was like, oh my God. It's even worse than I yeah. remembered. And he's supposed to be like really charming and debonair. And she's yeah. like, oh, so wide-eyed and innocent and ethereal. His line, he is the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> he is so awful. He has like all these tricks to get her to come to this benefit with him. And oh, and she makes hats and she's supposed to be good at making hats. Mm-hmm. 
And it looks like she took some pipe cleaner and like made some funky designs and everybody's <laughs> like wearing them on their head. Like, it's so cool. He's oh like, could you design a hat for my date for a benefit? She's, She's the date. Is she the date? I She's going to spoil date. anything. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's like, okay, what do you want the hat to look like? And, and he's like, or do you have any like images of inspiration I could go off of? And he's like, yes. The line of a woman's hip. Ew. Yeah. On and a hat? Instead of being, <laughs> instead of being like, go fuck yourself yeah. forever. Um, she like, puts the phone to one side and covers her mouth with like girlish glee. It's bullshit. And then she shows up at his apartment with it Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, let's see. And she brings it out and it is a piece of trash. It looks (laughs) so awful. It is the dumbest hat I've ever... It's not even a hat. Again, it's like she took some pipe cleaner and then she made this like little curly cute out with like a thing on the end it looks like somebody (laughs) took a spider and just like a giant spider and like twerked its legs around (laughs) until it was a hat sort of (laughs) and and she she puts it on and she's like what do you think is it the curve or the line of a woman's hip or the curve of a woman's hip and he goes and he just like nods and he's like it's too bad my date canceled on me and then she ends up going with him, and he like bought her a dress and everything. Guess what? She doesn't fucking wear to the. She doesn't benefit. wear the hat. She doesn't wear the fucking hat. Of course she doesn't. Because you know so why? Stupid. Because Winona was like, "I'm not wearing it, that fucking it's hat." So dumb. <laughs> it's because yeah, it's the worst hat I've yeah. ever seen. She's and like, they I'm didn't not want that. her wearing it Mm-mm. in this, in all the scenes where she's supposed to be like so gorgeous, which she is. She's gorgeous. She's very. But beautiful. that hat would have been so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Very oh. embarrassing. Oh. But then Autumn the whole York. the point of the movie is that she's gonna die. She dies. Oh yeah, she's got a heart condition. Does she you die? Find at the that end? out within the first like fifteen twenty minutes. So does she die at the end? Oh, the she movie? dies. Yeah, really. So she like changes him and he becomes a better man and blah blah blah. She reconnects him with his daughter. That's nice. And then she just is like, goodbye. I mean, he stops being truly terrible within ten minutes uh-huh. or so. Well, not ten minutes because that's what I watched. Half hour. <laughs> uh huh. First half hour, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Don't recommend it. I do not recommend it. Mm. Oh, but you know what? What I really want to hate watch mm-hmm. is Dr. T and the Women, also starring Richard Gere. Dr. That thing, T and the Women? Yes. What is this? Is this recent? No. Year 2000. Um, Robert Altman movie. Uh-huh. The plot is essentially like this gynecologist in Dallas has to deal with all these complicated women around him. <laughs> Will he manage? Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to watch It's really that. gross. Yeah. It's on Hulu. It is really awful. It's yeah. so, it, again within the first ten minutes. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this movie? Yeah, it's so much worse than Autumn in New York. <laughs> so much worse. Like at least with Autumn in New York, I was like, I guess I'll just keep watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the most recent bad movie I saw was Suicide Squad. Oh, how bad was it? Uh, very. Uh, saw it with my improv team. And did you feel like it hated women? Um, because it seemed like it was it was just bad. Just that they were wearing skimpy clothes and was bad. Um, but people were flipping their shit. There were like, but like that's Harley Quinn. That's who she is. I I would say if you pull out Harley Quinn, I would say that 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 a lot of the female characters were only motivated because like by like their love for men, whereas the men were. 
But you've got Viola Davis. Yeah, she's not, but she's evil. But like, but there you go. That's a person that makes for a different kind. My of woman. issues with it were more just that it was bad, very bad, <laughs> very very bad. There is like it's one of those things where they're like. Um, there are too many characters. Yeah. Um, so they're like montage, montage, montage. And they mm-hmm. do this whole montage. And then they all are like in this like helicarrier and they're getting ready to like go fight whatever. Evil or, yeah. And then like this one person just comes on and they're like, oh, this person's late. By the way, this is this Yeah, and person. then like, oh, this is this person. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Like, who is that? They did that for two characters. Oh, no. They're just like, oh, um, here's this person. And it's like, but we ha- didn't see them in the montage. And mm. then um, there was one part, there were multiple parts that I burst out laughing, like <laughs> could not stop laughing. There's one part where, okay, uh, I'm going to get some like nerd hate for this. I don't remember his name, uh, but he's like, um, uh, like fire guy. He like makes fire, mm-hmm. but he doesn't I know do it anymore. I know you're talking about, but I also don't know the name Because of he person. killed his family, but he's like mm-hmm. talking about, so he's like telling this story to them. He, but it's really like it's like cutaways to like him getting in a fight with his girl or with his girlfriend. And um, there's like a part where um, he so he's like talking about it and he's like, oh, I'm so sad. Like cause I, I burned my family to a crisp. Oh, I'm so sad. And then in his hand, he has like a little fire lady that's like dancing like really sexy the whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, what's the sexy lady? <laughs> that's supposed to be his wife. I so she's like dancing and then oh, I invoke her through fire in my hand. There were like kind of like weird race things happening because mm. he was like supposed to be this like um, like guy from the barrio. Mm-hmm. So he's like from Islos and mm-hmm. like but the like it, the vis- the um, cutaways to his like home life with his um, wife are so weird and there's like a part where she like like saunters over and she's like being oh, she's like doing a, the sexy she's doing the dance. sexy lady thing and she comes over and the way she propositions him is so weird she's like hey after i put our kid to bed you want to kick it <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah like like they say and like they, they say in the barrio yeah and and he's just like he's like nods i think um but then there's like, a part yeah girl and they've showed throughout the entire goes, movie. Yeah, I want to kick yeah. it with you. Yeah, it was. It's like super offensive. <laughs> but then he. Uh, so then um, they haven't really shown any of the characters really bonding that much throughout mm-hmm. the movie. There's no reason for them to feel close to each other. Mm-hmm. There's just been a lot of fighting, and then like not liking each other. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, like the climax of the movie, the fire guy says in a very like fast and furious way he's like um i already lost one family i don't want to lose this one right and i wanted to be like wait what (laughs) like who these people like you don't like these people you don't like you don't like these people that was really it was a very bad movie but it was very funny i laughed a lot (laughs) (laughs) there was oh oh there okay there is one more part that made me laugh so hard and it was when um so like uh there's this character who i had trouble recognizing when he took off his hat because i'm like a dog <laughs> like <laughs> i didn't too. i didn't know who he was like he yeah. just looked like a bland white man so i was like i don't yeah. know like i have I don't so know much trouble is. telling people on the bachelor apart yes so he like would take his hat off and i was like who's that and ryan was sitting next to me and she was like that's the same guy and i'm like <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> 
I think you're lying. But it was him. <laughs> but so he like has been lying to Will Smith the whole time about something. Mm-hmm. And he's part of the military. So he has this in his backpack, I guess. He has this big fat like 500 page folder that just says top secret across the top. No. And Will Smith finds it. Somehow speed reads all of it and comes back and he's like, and he like throws it on the table with like a whoomph. And he's like, what's this? And he's like, oh, I guess you like found that. And I was like, found my top secret file. For like four hours, he's just flipping through this 500 page book. Oh my God. So funny. And we were like, wait, so he has top secret on his person. That's so funny. Ugh, great. Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd suggest watching it, I guess. It was kind of weird. Yeah. I forgot how we got on this subject, but... Um, well, we yeah, were mostly talking movie. about how embarrassing Peter was being. And oh, then I yeah, think yeah, we yeah. moved from, like, embarrassing, like, in that and, like, bad. Yeah, probably. To Richard Gere. Um, <laughs> I love Richard Gere. I love Richard Gere. I just Gere. happened to name two movies. Even. Um, But yeah, I... Oh, yeah, because we were talking about... They're the other two. Oh, right. Right. We were talking about the other two and how you like to be completionist. And then, and then things that things you, that you start watching. Don't want to watch, yeah. but you watch anyway. Yeah. Here we go. There here we are. There it is. There and it here is. Here we are. Um, Relief. Yeah. I, so as when I was little, I, yeah, I was obsessed with the idea that there was somebody who was. Uh, secretly in love with me the whole time. Mm, yeah. And then I loved the idea that he would be like waiting for me in death. <laughs> I used to have fantasies that I had a boyfriend who died and he was trying to contact me from the afterlife. Oh my God. <laughs> because of this book, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah. I used to have fantasies that like, this is weird. <laughs> Let's do well, it. Well, because uh, I... I it got weird. Um, I have a shirt that says that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I sleep in it. Mm. Um, when so when I was like in middle school and most of high school, I was like, um, really lame <laughs> and like just join the club. Yeah, like it was just like I was no like a way that people would bully other people was to accuse them of liking me. So that was uh-huh. kind of like the, where I was. I was like the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I was bullied a lot too. But anyway, one of my fantasies would be or was that like I this was so fucked up that I would die in a very like horrific and violent way. And then the guy that I had a crush on would find out about it and be so sad and like live his whole life thinking about how he should have like saved me and how like he should have been nice to me. And like, he didn't realize that he liked me until after I was like taken away. There have got to be so many girls who have that fantasy. Mm -hmm. So many. And probably guys too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or they're just like, I get taken away in a very horrifying way. Mm -hmm. And that person is forced to come to like the wreck, like have their time of reckoning, which is like, oh, I like this person. Mm hmm. And I'll never and have, have to live with it forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. In my fantasy, uh, the way that my imaginary boyfriend, <laughs> my imaginary dead boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, was contacting me is like ev- everywhere I went, uh, dream a little dream of me would come on. <laughs> <laughs> like I was really plotting this out. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when it came on, I'd start crying. Oh, my God. It's like he's trying to reach me. 
<laughs> Colin. <laughs> Colin. Colin. Um, Colin or Jude. Oh. It's always naming them Colin or Jude. Yeah. Okay, you and I used to do that. It was so embarrassing. Oh, this is <laughs> let's do it. So let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, real quick, the reason I knew I would name them Colin is because of a poem I read, and the reason I would name them Jude is because of Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> but in both cases, they looked like Jude Law. Oh my god, I had a big crush on Jude Law too. Oh god, he's gorgeous. How could you? What not? a gorgeous man. Gorgeous. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. What? What was I gonna say? Oh, an embarrassing thing I used to do. I was talking about plotting it out, naming them Colin or Jude. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. No, because it was when you said dream a little dream. Oh, okay. (laughs) Here you come. This is really embarrassing. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. Okay, 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 okay. Do it, do it. So I used to like... (laughs) Kelly can... Kelly cannot say that. Because it's I've never told anyone this. I've never told anyone this. And now you're gonna tell everyone. And I'm gonna tell the world. (laughs) Um, Because it's so embarrassing. Okay, I used to have a crush on this guy. And we'll call him... Jake um and I used to like uh so first of all I used to like do this thing where I would like write in my little diary call him Jake yeah his name was not Jake but (laughs) I I would write in my little diary letters that I will never send yeah and I would write them to his little like middle school girlfriend and being like you don't understand like what you have oh no it's like a Taylor Swift yeah it was like what yeah and then I would go and like my bedroom was like (laughs) one one wall was like sliding mirrors and it was a closet. Uh And I used to get like real close up to that mirror and pretend to act out. Yes. Yes. Like like, me telling him that like we can't keep doing this. Yes. And and I would be crying. (laughs) (laughs) Crying into the mirror yes and then sometimes i would change locations would go into the bathroom oh and, wow uh there was like a oh my god this is so embarrassing a big mirror and then there was like a little medicine cabinet mirror on the left hand side and i would like perch up on the counter mm-hmm. and sit there and get like two views uh-huh. of my little performance of me being like oh and then that's right i would pretend Kelly just put her face that, in I, that I was giving his eulogy. Oh my god, what? <laughs> when did he die? How did he die, Kelly? I don't know. What but, happened to Jake? No, I don't know. I mean, the you weird never thing was, fantasized that part. I never fantasized that oh, part. It was always like everyone being like, "Wow, Kelly has all this like inside info on Jake." You know what? I don't think I ever told myself how Colin or Jude died, so I don't know why I was yeah surprised just then. Yeah, I don't know. It it was like an it just like he died. Maybe like an illness or like I don't know. Mine was definitely some sort of sort of like tragic act. Yeah. Something but it was irrelevant because what mattered was that like You were giving the eulogy. I was giving the eulogy and everyone was like, Wait, what? Like Kelly has all this like secret <laughs> knowledge about Jake. And then um Oh god and then, there's nothing better than a junior high fantasy. I would then relocate from <laughs> the um oh. <laughs> From the bathroom <laughs> to my bedroom, and I would just flop down on the floor and <laughs> the number of ways I just so everyone listening know the number of ways in which Kelly has like 
doubled over <laughs> in embarrassment or like put her hand to her face in some manner. It's it, really embarrassing. It's like a series of poses have been <laughs> happening, like face in the hand, yeah, fingers to the, to the nose, to the nose, yeah, fingers or hands covering the eyes. Yes. It's been a whirlwind. Um, because this is the worst. I think this is the most embarrassing part. So then I would go. I would relocate back to the bedroom or if I was in there before doing my performance in there, I would like get really close to the mirror, would flop down on my side, would turn on (laughs) uh, the soundtrack to Armageddon. Yes! (laughs) And would just lay there and silently cry. Yeah. just tears. Dripping out of the side of my eye and falling onto the carpet, and I would just oh, be like, "I am wow. killing it right now." <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Right and I would like do this oh, whole wow. thing, and sometimes my mom would be like, "Callie," and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not doing anything." <laughs> oh, the best uh, imaginative child. So you were just imagining post-funeral. Yeah, it was time. a lot of post Jake's funeral. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's right. They were letters. That's right. I My thought was that after his funeral, I would send the letters to his girlfriend because I'm wow, psycho. You're horrible. <laughs> yes. Isn't she suffering enough? Yeah, she's suffering enough. She doesn't need to know. But I'm just wow. like, I just thought you should know that like you really didn't understand what you had. <laughs> that's fascinating. Uh-huh. So it went from it went from you telling her. Yeah. That. To him dying, to giving then his, his eulogy, eulogy, then to just weeping, crying to the soundtrack of Armageddon. <laughs> I don't want to close my yes. eyes, and I'd just be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, very embarrassing." Oh, That's wow! I can't fantastic. believe I said that. That's one of the most embarrassing I'm so things excited I've that you ever said, said that. But it's like it's practically not even you. Yeah, it's practically not you who is doing that. It's some sweet girl that you knew. Yeah, it practically it's like isn't you're the shadow. We're the shadow now. We're the shadow we can look now. look back at our former selves and just have compassion for their mm-hmm. sad, sad state of being. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who I was, um, you know, I always waffle on this because like what is infatuation and what is love? Like if you think you love someone, do you just love them even if you don't know them? Hmm. So I yeah. feel like in books and movies, it's like, oh, yeah, you just love that person. But in real life. But then also like. What's the word infatuation for? There was a lot of like declarations of love in this book. Yeah. Where the people didn't really like they're like, I loved you then. They didn't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because Sherry and and Peter at the end of the book are are like, no, I love you. I've always loved you. you. I just didn't realize I loved you. I mean, I think when you're a teenager, at least I was doing this where I would like, I would like, you could fall in love in a second. Yeah. With with just an idea of someone because you because you don't really see people as like fully formed people you see them as like ideas yeah here's my dream of what you could be yeah but like with this it was like I had had crushes and infatuations through like elementary school junior high and high mm-hmm. school but then I truly thought that I was in love with this person you did yes with who just a person just a, a guy that I worked with uh huh and I was like completely infatuated mm-hmm. with him um but so I I used to. This was real weird. And now I feel weird talking <laughs> about it because I was much older. Well, I was like 18. I might have been, I might have been 
like 14. I might have been or 13. That's still excusable. Well, I might have been 13 or 14 because I'm thinking back of when Armageddon came out. And I think I was in high school. I must have been a freshman in high school. That's old. That's really embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. So here's. okay. So I would fantasize no specific fantasy. I didn't have like a specific fantasy about like there was no plot. Mm -hmm. I would just. <laughs> See? That's how I'm doing it. It's a so lot. I would, just, I would listen to it. No! This <laughs> <laughs> is so much worse when it's me. Right. And the other person's like, I was like, I was like, Kelly's being so cute about this mm-hmm. right now, but you it can't is, it's say horrible. It. It's like you have to keep amping up. It's like you're going to jump and you just can't. Yeah, it's like. It's, it's like jumping like, off a diving board. I was just about to say yeah. that. It's like jumping off. You a keep board. like stutter stepping, and you're like, no, 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 no. And then you're like, no, I can't do it. Yes. Okay. And there's a line forming behind you. Okay. Everyone's like, come on. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I would listen. <laughs> I'm pumping my fist in the air. I love this. Okay, okay. So I listen to Dave Matthews crash. <laughs> oh, already. Okay. Crash into me. Um, mm-hmm. And for some weird reason, I would imagine myself floating above him. Okay. Like, as if he was having a dream about me. Okay. No, I, I just made that face because I had it. I have something that's embarrassing also, okay. which I'll tell you later. Um, I wasn't thinking your face was a judgment okay. on me. Um, so it was like I was fan. <laughs> wow, I would listen to fucking Dave Matthews band. <laughs> I would, I would, I was trying to send a dream about me into his brain. I was trying to <laughs> will it to happen. I was trying to make him dream about me. But then he told me that he had a sex dream about me a few <gasps> months later. Whoa. So I am a witch is my point. Wow. But then it was so upsetting to find out about because like yeah. he still didn't want to be in yeah. a relationship Aww. with me. That is hard. So you would be, okay, you would imagine, you'd listen to the music mm-hmm. and you'd imagine yourself floating above him like We're beaming. Like, like, have you seen Lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's yes. floating in yeah. water and oh, right, she right, looks right. really cool. And yeah. She's wearing like cool you're clothes doing that. and her hair is all floaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like floaty. You're floating around and you're beaming thoughts of you into his sleeping brain. I'm imagining that that's what he's seeing. <gasps> oh. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> I see. Poor 18 year old Lindsay. <laughs> Never okay. been kissed. Um, okay, then I, I will make you feel better. Because there was Thank something you, that I do. used to imagine, which is so fucking weird. I think I was just, I was so starved for like any kind of boy to look at me. And I yeah. had this, like this infatuation with Nobody this guy. Nobody asked me out. Yeah, it was so, All throughout high school. Nobody. It was just like. I will say that in junior high, when people asked me out, I thought that they were pulling a prank on me and they were doing it to <laughs> trick me. Oh, no. Because that's what my fourth grade boyfriend told me happened. Oh, my god! <laughs> like, my friend Lacey was, like, egging him on to do it. Shit. So then I just never, I never trusted again. <laughs> but so then it, whenever anybody asked me out in junior high, I thought that they were fucking with me. Yeah. And I'd be like, I would pretend I didn't even hear them ask the question. Oh, my God. That's something like, I would do, Yeah, too. right. 
Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm, good joke. Yeah. I wouldn't even treat it as though it were a serious question. And so that maybe people just stopped asking. <laughs> but I don't know. Nobody ever asked yeah. me out. Nobody ever asked me to a dance. Nobody ever anything. Uh, I didn't have my first kiss till I was 19. Starting junior year was when I started, like, dating-ish. Well, well, I dated a boy. You beat me. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um. <laughs> okay. 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 I'll okay, share okay. worse shit about me. So, that was relatively, I, apart from the Dave Matthews band shit, that was not the worst. Okay. The, this just shows how, like, fucking lame and, like, sad I was. Like, and how much I just, I wanted a boy to just, like, touch me. Like, if a boy hugged mm-hmm. me, I was like, what? Like, I remember one time this boy hugged me. I had my first hug from a boy that was Aww. not related to me in end of freshman year, I think, or early sophomore year and I remember I didn't know what to do and I remember thinking like oh my god a boy is touching me but so (laughs) okay oh it's so it's such it's a delicious experience when it's not you yes when it's not you it's the it's it's awesome (laughs) this is so fun to watch okay uh so I'd be like sleeping in my bed not sleeping. I'd be getting Kelly, ready to fall asleep. Kelly put her anyway. two hands together as if in prayer and then to the side of her face. Little paws together. I'd be sleeping in my bed. <laughs> so I'd just be laying there. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. Oh. And there was a boy that I was very infatuated with. my favorite with. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would fantasize. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what if <laughs> um, the, boy that I, I, the boy that I'm infatuated with just materialized in my room and mm-hmm. was just like plopped down onto my bed. And yeah. if he was just like, well, I guess we just have to like have sex cuddle. Now. Oh, so I was very innocent. <laughs> oh, okay. So it would be like, I would, I would go back and forth. Yeah. Like I, I would be like, well, we, we would cuddle and then maybe like fool around a little bit, but I was kind of scared of having sex. Uh, Cause I think that was probably freshman year. So I was afraid of, I was afraid of it at that time. But yeah, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh. And like, he'd be like touching me and like, oh, what a, <laughs> like, but like the fact that's not so embarrassing that he would materialize and then drop down onto my bed and then yeah. just be like, I guess we should. I was cuddle. imagining I was f- f- like <laughs> floating, float. And by the way, the dream that I was attempting to beam into his brain, by the way, was not a sex dream. I was trying to beam that image of me into his brain. I listened to that song. So many times. <laughs> oh, the worst. It's weird how like. And then I sent him an email, like, oh. confessing all my what? feelings to him. <laughs> I was very upfront about how how I felt with people. Mm-mm. I watched the movie Defending Your Life when I was seven, and I used that movie as my motto for all time. What is Defending Your Life? Oh, it's an Albert Brooks movie, and like the whole point it. is that. Um, no matter what you do in life, you're you're judged by whether or not you acted out of fear. Mm. So it's like even no matter how well or how badly your life goes, as long as you were brave about mm-hmm. the things that you did, then you're judged well. Oh, interesting. And so I was like, I can't be afraid of anything. I'm no matter how afraid I am, I'm gonna do it. Oh my god! So I sent him this email confessing all my feelings. What did he do? Did he respond? Well, he responded 
very kindly. Mm. But like he had a girlfriend yeah. and yeah. And um they're married and have two kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a uh, old Jaker. <laughs> when in, well, oh, actually if I reveal what he does, I think it'll reveal who he is because he's the only person from my school that ended up being if my person were to listen to this podcast, there's no way he wouldn't know that I'm talking about him. There's just no way. Too many of these details oh are real. Oh, my God. Ugh. I won't say his name, but if you're listening, I'm cool now. I don't need you. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, glad I'm, you're happy. We're, we're great. I'm great. We're, I we're have recording a podcast a about books that I read <laughs> when I was 12. I am... So good. <laughs> I've moved on. I, my boyfriend looks like Colin Firth, so I don't need you. <laughs> God. No, it's fine. Hi. It's fine. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. Weird running into you here. Um, nice seeing you on Twitter sometimes. I do not see this person on Twitter. This person actually did reach out to me later once we were in college, and I think he want. That's right. Ooh, that's <gasps> the... Best. Oh, right. He reached out and he goes, because he did used to be pretty straight laced in mm-hmm. high school. And he was like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not really the straight laced guy I used to be when I was in uh okay. In middle school and high school. And I was like, okay. What does that sentence mean? And I was like, what, are you are you okay? <laughs> like, is, is everything okay? Is this a cry for help? Are you I and I was just like, cool, good for you. Cause he also was filling me in on his successes and stuff. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's great when people reach out and they like do the like preemptory, like, how are you? And you can tell that they just want to brag to you about like how great their life is. Ew. Yeah. It's happened to me maybe four times. Wait, was that it? Or was he also like, well, he was, he was, I think, no, it wasn't, I am in love with you, but I think he was kind of like, if you want to like hang out, like, Next time I come back into town, I'd like to like look you up. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that's okay. Thanks, though. I will say there's no greater nightmare than than somebody being like, by the way, I love you. Yeah. That's not fun. No. I don't enjoy that. No. It's, ugh. Yeah. So I can't imagine how fucking awkward that must have been when I'm like, Via email in like <laughs> 2000. I'm like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, th- that's the tough thing, right? Like when you confess your like most likely unrequited love to oh, someone, God, it's, the worst. it's awful it's, because it's like, well, if they wanted to be with you, they would be. Yeah. It, and it's, Ugh. it is being on both sides. The other side is a thousand million times worse. Oh, being the person that's like, I'm, oh my I god, don't I'm so return sorry. those feelings. Yeah, that's so much worse. I had to do that recently, actually. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's okay. It was. It's the worst. It yeah. It I, sucks. I, I felt so much worse being on the other side of it. Well, because then you're like, can we continue to be friends? Maybe. Are you going to be I okay? Try being it friends. It blew up in my face. That's what I'm wondering. I always try to yeah. remain friends, no matter if I was in love with them or the other way around mm-hmm. well yeah because then you're like well maybe we can like but just... usually they just like if if i was in love with them it might work out yeah to where because you can control be your yeah because i'm like okay mm-hmm. i need to move on if they were the ones 
friendship over. Yeah. Because of them. By yeah. their choice. That's what my worry is. Like, my worry is that this person is going to, like, first of all, like, keep hoping that a continued friendship just means more chances when I have like very unequivocally said like I'm mm-hmm. so sorry I don't feel this way about you mm-hmm. um I don't think I've done anything to make you think that we're that like I feel anything for you but if mm-hmm. I have I'm sorry um but I I'm just not interested in that yeah but and then I'm worried that it's gonna be like this person's gonna be angry that like this continued friendship doesn't mean. Well, this is why the <laughs> phrase friend zone is more an act of aggression on the guy's part. Of course. Than any bitchiness on the girl's part. Mm-hmm. Because what it is on our end is we've been fuck zoned. Mm-hmm. So it's either we have, we return their feelings and have sex with them or they're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if, if you're not interested, you still want to be their friend. Mm-hmm. And but somehow that's viewed as like the worst thing we could do. And yeah, and it's like, it's kind of annoying because it's like, pisses me off. Yeah, there are like so many reasons why the term friend zone bothers me. Um, but like one of them is, or at least like in the in the way that it is used by men to be like, mm, well, she should, you know, I she should friend return. zone. Yeah. That's the worst possible yeah. outcome I can imagine. Yes. Like, oh, I'm We're so t- sorry I wanted to be your friend. Yeah. I'm so sorry I continued to care about you in that way. Yeah. And to be like, like, so okay. so the guy's like, I want to redefine this relationship mm-hmm. as A. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, oh, I my God, I'm so sorry. I thought it was B. I, I'm not willing to do A. We can continue with B mm-hmm. with what it was before. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to do A. And then the guy, out of spite, is like, well, fuck this. Yeah, it's then, not even going to be called B. It's going to be called C. Or like, I want out of this alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas anytime I've been like, hey, I have feelings for you. Can mm-hmm. we make this A? Or it's like, or usually it's been, I know A isn't going to happen, but I just had to tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's okay. We can still say yeah, we Let's be stay friends. B. Let's stay Let's B. Say B. That's okay. B. I'll be fine. Um. And I always was fine, but yeah, yeah. It's always been if I wanted to make it A, and they didn't, I was like, okay, well then B, because I care about you, yeah, and I don't want you not to be in my life, yeah. And that's the thing. Whereas with anybody who wanted to make it A with me, it was like, okay, peace out. I'm leaving this alphabet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you. I thought we were friends. Well, and that's the thing. It's like I don't value you as a friend. I just wanted to like. Yeah, I only wanted it's this or nothing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so all of this that we had is is nothing? shitting on it and it's gone. It's man, that sucks. Never again. Yeah. It's like I understand if you're like, I need some time, mm-hmm. then I absolutely want to be friends with you. And it also feels so it's not like that. Dehumanizing too, right? It's like, well, mm. I did steps one, two, and three. And so the next thing is you you fall in love with me. Yeah. It's like <sighs> Well, I've never quite gotten that. Luckily, mm. it's never been that like aggro. I've- rapey bullshit. I've gotten that from Ugh. well it was weird it was like we broke up and then it was like I was like we maybe we can be friends but no and then he like got me a series of gifts and then he was like okay now now and I was like no I don't want these things I did and he's like but I got you the gifts 
And Ooh. I was like, ugh. Ooh. Gross. That is gross. Yeah. Yeah, I've only had like, well, I thought, I thought maybe we could be something and that they just stopped being friends with me. Yeah. Yeah. I find very hurtful. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is very hurtful. Um, And then, what else was I going to say? Oh, and then exes of mine who d- just stopped, like who I stayed in contact with and then they just stopped letting me know mm-hmm. when they were in town mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it this week. Like, oh. Really? That person never reaches out anymore. Yeah. I, I only have why. I only have one ex that I keep in touch with. And it's probably because we didn't date for that long and we didn't like <laughs> each other enough to like have it be any kind of like like angry Deeper. breakup. Uh-huh. It was just kind of like, eh, I mean, we're we're not like I was like, I don't really feel it. Like this isn't going somewhere that I feel like mm-hmm. whatever. And he was like, yeah. And we're like, so no more. <laughs> and then we just like stopped the dating part. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk for like a year. And then now we occasionally hang out. Well, that's nice. Yeah. This ex, we kept saying that we weren't in love with each other, but I, I loved him. I just didn't know what was what. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how, like, that's stuff I've only recently mm-hmm. worked through mm-hmm. with my current boyfriend. Um, but I do, I was probably in love with him. I mm-hmm. really, really cared about him, but it was long distance. That's hard. Uh, and we kind of helped each other through the breakup. And we mm. stayed in contact pretty regularly. It was like, how are you doing? We'd talk on the phone now and then still, blah, blah, blah. And then about six years ago, around the time I started dating Mike, mm-hmm. just, n- no, never again. That's sad. I And I reached out to him a couple of times. I was like, hey, are you going to be in town? And he was like, yeah. Mm. And we got together and it felt weird. Mm-hmm. It felt off. Nothing yeah. was the same. And then just, that's it. Yeah, that's sad. I reached out to him a couple more times, and he's been like friendly in his responses and stuff. But yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. much from his end anymore. That makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is sad. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. I'm trying to think if I ever would like try to reach out to my most recent ex. I don't know if I. I mean, we we've been in contact for like logistics stuff, like. Hey, you got a package because we lived together. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, like there's this thing and there's that thing and like whatever. Um, like, are you, oh, I'm gonna pay you for this thing and you're gonna pay me for that thing and mm-hmm. for the stuff that we split up. Um, but I don't know. I just I feel like he doesn't want I feel like he just doesn't want to hear from me. And rightly yeah. so. Like just cause like I, you know, was like it was one of those things where this is gonna sound so like cliche, but we loved each other because we were like you 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 love the person that you're in a relationship with for Mm -hmm. for almost five years (laughs) um but i don't think we were we weren't like in love anymore Mm -hmm. and like i don't know it was like he was so sad that he didn't realize like how sad i was and so he he would just be like like uh, we would have like we would have the same issues surface like once every like six months and mm-hmm. we'd be like did this resolve no and we would never get into like screaming arguments or anything mm-hmm. like that but it was just one of those things where it was like i was like i can't this wasn't happening it's not gonna work 
Um, and we were kind of going in like different ways. And I don't know. I was just like, I can't live my life because he would be like, well, but you make my life better. And I'd be like, but you haven't seen that. Like, I'm so tired from like supporting you emotionally. Like I was one of his only friends. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a lot. And I was just like, I can't, I don't know. I can't be your only person. Mm-hmm. And I think it's better. I th- I've seen pictures. He's been going out more. I think he is feeling better with that kind of stuff. But it was hard, like, because he kept trying to make it a fight when we were breaking up. And he was like, you're being so fucking selfish. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I, I know. I'm sorry. And, like, the it's only thing I could selfish, say was just to be though. like, like, I, well. But you I kind of stay in a relationship for the other person. Right, exactly. And it wasn't, because it was not a two-way street. Like, I don't know. It was That's just uh, not how relationships work. No. Yeah. It was it was like this thing that I was trying to maintain and it wasn't a thing it wasn't like, you know, like I enjoyed being the relationship didn't give me enough joy compared to like what I had to put into it. So like that was really hard. And it sucks because like I don't harbor any ill will towards him like right. It just didn't it didn't just work. wasn't meant to be. No. I mean, certainly there are like small things that I'm just like fucking it's like certain <laughs> things I'm like, God damn it. But I mean, overall, I'm like, I don't know. I hope he's okay. I hope he mm-hmm. like has made more friends. That sounds so fucking like condescending that I'm just like, because <laughs> like I don't have a ton of friends, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. And like I was going through a really bad bout of depression and he was, but he was so depressed. He couldn't see that I was like really going through a hard time like there would be full days where i could not get up from off the couch Mm -hmm. and he would be like in the other room experiencing that too and not realizing that like i was so sad so so i was dealing with his and mine but he was just dealing with his so it was like a lot i'm often afraid that that's my relationship now in that like my depression makes Mm -hmm. me selfish and blinds mm-hmm. me to other things going on. And I really worry that, like, I'm not giving Mike as much as he gives me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sucks. Yeah. Because I'm, like, aware of it, but sometimes it, like, it's really hard and I'm really working on my shit. But it, it makes me really, like, myopic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I will say, if Mike and I broke up, I'm not, it would take me a really long time to be able to to speak to him again yeah with us not being a couple Mm -hmm. that'd be so hard yeah like with this other relationship like we were together for like 11 months Mm. yeah not as hard yeah and with another relationship like he was really in love with me and i wasn't with him and it got a little ugly when i didn't understand why he didn't want to talk to me anymore Mm -hmm. and then things have been weird ever since Mm -hmm. and i don't quite know what to do with that Mm mm-hmm so yeah, it's like it. It's not like every time I'm like, "Why won't you tell me?" Right. We should still be best friends. Mm-hmm. I get that thing that you're saying though about that fear that like, like <laughs> it's like that commercial. It's like depression hurts everyone. Yeah, but it does. It does because like I will get um, like either bouts of like anxiety or bouts of depression, and now that I'm in this like new relationship with like this person that has not had to navigate that with me before. Mm-hmm. And there will be days where I, like everything has 10 shades of bad 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I all I need is for you. And this sounds so like high maintenance. And, it, and I'm like, am I doing what Ross did to me? Like where I'm like, all I need is for you to just be quietly here and not like need anything from you. Yeah. And like, yeah. and not just be here. And I want you to see that you have a chance to leave, but make the choice to stay. And like, that's hard. Have you seen You're the Worst? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically pointing that was too so hard. hard. It got at too the end real. Of that, that part, it was too real where she says, You stayed. Yeah. And no, she's just I was crying. sobbing. I, I was sobbing. I That depression art was, was too like, real. Stephen Fogg, that was the yeah. amazing It's, but that's like what I, and that's what I fucking yeah. need. And I don't know. I don't. I know, like, I know it's so fucking unfair. Or there are times when I'm just like fucking anxious and I'm getting like sen- sensory overload, and I'm like, I just need, like, it, I don't know. I just need. Uh, it's hard. I yeah, I really struggle because, whatever. Remember me? Who cares? I really <laughs> yeah. struggle because um, <laughs> this is what we like to do. Um, I, I don't, I don't really get out, and I don't really have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. and i don't even see the friends that i do have very much Mm -hmm. and i do get really lonely Mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't know how to make friends anymore Mm -hmm. but i don't think i'm making him my entire world right but i also don't see anyone so i don't know what that must feel like for him i don't know it's like i don't want No, I know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, fuck. What the fuck? But uh, uh, I'm mostly talking about myself. He's nothing but wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, it's it's such a... When you... I went so long being incorrectly medicated. Mm-hmm. And things got so bad for me. Mm-hmm. And that absolute... That can't help but affect the relationship. Yeah, of course. But we're like still together. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Does nothing but support me. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, how much can I keep taking? Yeah. Before he is just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard. I It's hard because like I struggle with that, with this new thing, this new relationship, because I'm, I, I'm not that. So I don't go out. And my I work from home, so I'm literally just in my house like all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm ha- I'm great. I'm like I like being there, but then I'm also feel achingly lonely sometimes, and like very depressed. We got but, all cooped up. But like, <laughs> oh god, I don't know. If I, well, so <laughs> we are getting real personal. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Remember me. Um, it started out with me just going, I liked it because the dead guy was waiting for her. <laughs> and here we are. Um, but like, so sometimes the way that I function is like low self-care. Like I will forget to eat or I will be constantly eating. I did not eat dinner tonight. Yeah, uh, I ate a little thing of Easy Mac at like four. But I will just not, like if I'm in the middle of doing my work, like I will just not eat i won't go outside like or just eat crap mm-hmm. little snackies and it or, affects my mood yep and i know it affects my mood and i know that that affects mike mm-hmm. and i still don't eat well mm-hmm. and everything will be foggy and i'll be like seeing everything through a veil and i'm like and yeah it's it's 
I know that it's a struggle for someone who doesn't know that that's my resting state. And I'm like, this is how I operate. Like it's to, to be like running on fumes and like not fueling myself enough and not really taking steps towards self-care. That's how I operate. And I know it's scary to someone that doesn't know that. And I know it's like worrisome. I also know it's not right. It's not right. I have always, always thought of myself as something the people around me have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like some someone who constantly presents a problem. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is putting stress on everyone around them. Mm-hmm. Does that result have to be dealt with? Does that result in you up with? saying that you're fine when you're not? Or yes. when you feel like I, I you don't, don't have a right to not be fine. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to I like I I will say like oh I'm depressed today, but <laughs> I'm not really showing Mm-mm. it completely. Like I yeah. don't know how to fully ask for help. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same. Because I wouldn't really admit that like I don't even know what I need, so I'm like I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's although my my drugs are in a good State. In a good state right now. Yeah. Good. So doesn't matter. And it is hard to make friends as an adult too. Because like I used to hang out with like these two people all the time that I met uh, a couple years ago. And then they both moved away. And then so now I'm like, what do I do I go to the grocery a store? Crazy number of similarities. My best friends, Bonnie and Daniel, who I used to live with from college, moved away. Fucking moved away. <laughs> And I have been completely untethered from friends ever yeah. since. It's like, what do I do? Like, I'll hang out with my team for like team bonding times yeah, me and whatever. Too. But it's like once in a blue moon because everybody's so fucking busy. busy. And then I feel like I'm like mixing like podcast time with friend time because I do yeah. have very personal conversations yeah. on air. Like, <laughs> we've never hung we've out never outside hung out. of this podcast i'd love to hang out outside of this podcast. we gotta hang out outside we should hang out neither of us have friends we don't have friends <laughs> we both live on the east side we both suffer from depression we're both depressed as fuck <laughs> we are best friends. we're best friends <laughs> <laughs> oh my let's god let's just set it we're uh, setting it we're setting it now my best friend bonnie would kill me mm. let's be We'll be second best. Second best second friends. Second best friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's yeah, so we really should hang out more. We should. And I'm pretty we much a, have to like bare our fucking souls we on have a to podcast. Go zero to 60 on a fiction. <laughs> like here are everything I like. I think, here's all my intimate details about my relationship. Well, I think that you made it less about the relationship and more about you. If you're worried. Thank you. Because I don't think it was, it was not an not, airing dirty laundry Yeah, thing. it's none of, I mean, and we don't have fights. We have discussions about my depression. Mm-hmm. And that sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at the having discussions about how to navigate my anxiety and depression. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we're in the navigation stage right now. When Mike and I started dating, I would text him like, hey, I'm not doing well mm-hmm. and he'd be like do you want me to come over and i'm like nope mm-hmm. the best thing is for you not to come over when i'm when i'm this mm-hmm. way 
But now we live together and it's like, hi, it's like this all the time. <laughs> I was lying to you. I'm always depressed. And yeah, fuck. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's just simmering under the surface all uh-huh. the time. Always. All it is is when I'm medicated, like I'm not out of my mind. Yeah. I know what reality is. Because mm-hmm. I'm bipolar too. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously is not as dramatic as bipolar one Mm -hmm. but is more dangerous because of the depression Mm -hmm. like more people commit suicide when they're bipolar two than one is it because it's like a more active depression it's more depression Mm -hmm. and for longer periods so with bipolar one it's like you experience extreme depression for a few days Mm-hmm. And then maybe you're normal for a while. And then extreme mania. Mm-hmm. Like to where you like think you invented a new language mm-hmm. made up of colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like spending tens of thousands of dollars and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Whereas bipolar one, it's like for me, it's just like my highs are like I figured out all the rules of improv. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I'm going to buy all of Gilmore Girls on DVD. Mm-hmm. From this Costco. <laughs> um, and then my depressions are just, they go on forever. Yeah. But now I'm on medication, so. Okay. It's a lot better. That's good. But it's kind of always there. It's just like a low burning flame. Yes. It's always there. Simmering. Simmering. I'm set on simmer. I don't know what, what the deal is with my depression. I don't know. You ever seen a doctor about it? No, I was. I deal with it. I uh, I should go to it. I mean, meds are hard, but once you figure it out, it's so much better. Yeah. I might go to a doctor about it if it gets... But obviously, not everyone mm-hmm. needs meds. Yeah. I do have meds for anxiety, and I have... Um, I was diagnosed for that, but um, the depression thing is like... Are you in therapy? No. I, I should be. Since February, March. I need to start... I just got new health insurance, so I need to figure out what I'm going to do about that. I need to talk to my therapist about because it's sort of just been like I go in and I talk for an hour every week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know what this is doing. <laughs> 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 like, I have friends I can talk to about that. Yeah, like I'm just repeating things I've said to Michael. Right yeah, now. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You gotta get into it. Like, well, can we? Talk about something more concrete for me yeah. to do. Yeah. I mean, we talk about things like I need to write down everything I eat in a day or I need to write down, I need to like keep a journal of what I did that day so that if suddenly I feel like I'm depressed and I don't know why, mm-hmm. I can look through my journal and go, oh, it's because of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretending that that wasn't an issue. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. So then I'll be like, I'm depressed and it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when really it's like, I had this conversation that was upsetting yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm intellectualizing and compartmentalizing. I'm like, no, no, no. I I mean, I was upset, but I, I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And then weird, I'm depressed today. I don't know why. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will have that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then and then if I'm if I really sit there. And I'll be like, all right, what did I, what, what fucking happened? And I'll be like, oh, I like had lunch with my mother yesterday and mm-hmm. she told me that it wasn't a job or career that I had, but a hobby. Oh. Okay. 
boy. <laughs> and she told me that she wished that I was more. Okay, that um, that was it. Or no, no, I'm sorry. She told me that she what was defending me to an aunt of mine, oh, or a cousin of mine, and said Secret I wanted her to, to criticize. You. I wanted her to know that you were more. That's what she said. Uh huh. Extra special glimpse into what your childhood was like. Yeah. Oh. God. So then I was like, oh, that's why. Uh, that's why I'm depressed right now. Yikes. Yeah. Or it'll be like, did I eat? Yeah. Um. I did I go outside? Yeah. I went running today outside. Good for you. I got sunburned. My little oh, cheekies. Bad for you. <laughs> bad for me. <laughs> I, a couple of weeks ago, I was starting to spiral again about my dad's death because oh, we didn't, I wasn't speaking to him mm-hmm. when he died. And I felt incredible guilt about my last words to him being unkind. Mm-hmm. Um. So after he died, I went through months of the most, like I could not have imagined this level of guilt and regret existed mm-hmm. until I was feeling it. Like it was a physical sensation. Oh, Jesus Christ. But, and then I like worked through it and I've been okay. And then for some reason, <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I can't. <laughs> um, like, why am I feeling like this again? And I was... I was like crying about it again and really upset. (laughs) This is so dumb. It's because I was watching episodes of Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry. Oh my God. (laughs) And so I was picturing. Yes. I was like, well, what would I say to my dad if he was channeling or like communicating with my dad? Because like the thing that everybody says is like, don't worry, they're watching over you. They're Mm -hmm. always with you. And I got really upset at myself and mm-hmm. felt terrible because I was like, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not something I want to hear. Right. I don't want the idea that he's always with me. Mm-mm. We had a, a strained relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And then I felt incredibly guilty about that. So I was just like crying all the time. And it was Ugh. because I was like, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. I'm a terrible person. Why wouldn't I want to hear that my dad is always with me? Guilt is the, the worst. worst thing. It was the worst. That's the worst. I'm sorry. But thank you. I was like, what are you doing then? <laughs> it's, I, I've been like watching episodes of people talking yeah. to their dead relatives. And I'm like, it's crazy how I'm upset again. <laughs> it's it's weird how you'll like put on these blinders and be like, I don't know why I it's feel so, so blue today. Weird, yeah. <laughs> I watched your Zachary. Why am I upset yeah. right now? <laughs> why am I weeping unstoppably? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> random. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah. It's so random that I'm crying about my dad being dead all of a sudden. <laughs> Weird. Crazy. Am I crazy? <laughs> oh. um, yep. Yep. Cool. So dead people remember me. Mm-hmm. And communing through um, a person. That's true. Because they were communing through Beth. Yep. Peter. Peter. Poor Peter. Peter was president. You know party. what? Peter, not poor Peter, because now we know what the kind of person Peter can be, and it is a rhyming he was devil. So cool. I know. The whole book. The whole book, he was like Mr. Cool Guy. So embarrassing at the end. I was like, fuck yeah, I'd want that guy waiting for me in death. Yeah. And then that. And then you're like, mm hmm. That's when a dream guy becomes a real person. Oh, yeah. Good point. Excellent point. hmm. Yep. That's like one of those things where you're like, Oh, so this is a thing that I have to decide. Is this something I will grow to love? Or is this the beginning of the <laughs> well, end? 
let's be real, they were both lame about it. No, I mean, she was being a she, beautiful golden angel. But she was participating mm-hmm. in a real dumb, like, that was her idea. Yeah. No, that she was, like, was her idea. She was like, don't you think it would be like... So they're a match of... made in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It would be, like, really great if we together did a morality play. Yeah. I really owe Garrett my death. Yep. <laughs> he really did a solid for me. I'm going to do a solid for him. And send his daughter back by putting on this really stupid play. Yes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a play. It's like it's an immersive little, theater experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> Uh, I was so like it would have been so wonderful if she was like, you know what would have been cool mm. is if she channeled the light mm-hmm. that she was allowed to go into now, mm-hmm. and like somehow gave the girl a glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as in like, don't don't give in to despair. This is what's really out there. Yeah. like this is the good no, no, potential. No, no, no. Yeah, like. This is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Something is watching over you and loves you and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back to your dad. Yeah. Like, that would have been a bajillion times better. Yeah. Like, rem- remember like, what love I want feels. your ear from my salty beer. Like, oh ew. my God. It was so ew. embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, the worst. I would love if she, like, we get to see her go to her dad and be like, I had this, like, really lame it was the cheesiest it was dream so like, stupid it it was so on the nose dad yeah like dad it was crazy on the nose it was like two on the nose and there was a rhyming devil and, and he, he sounded like a dr seuss book and it was just i didn't know why just the fact that something that bad could exist in the world yeah. made me want to run home dad like if i'm gonna keep having dreams like this yeah if this is what no, heroin is you. dad Oh my god, that'd be so funny. And she was just like, I hit rock I bottom. Just, I had this dream. <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst. Not dream. in a frightening way. It was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Heroin gave me the most embarrassing dream. Yeah, it was so, it, was, it was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. It was like experiencing the worst secondhand embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, it's so secondhand embarrassment. I was feeling it reading yeah. it. Oh. Ugh. Anyway, t- tonight was a night full of embarrassment. We talked a lot about embarrassing things. We really ran the gamut here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've both been twitching unless my twitching is like causing your twitching. Oh, my God. I haven't even noticed. Yeah. I've been I'm twitching sure. the whole time. I, I'm always re- twitching. I've been, yeah, I've been bobbing my leg up and down. Me too. When I get, when I'm talking about things I don't like, I start touching mm-hmm. my body like I start I'm chomping on my, my arms or my I'm, hair yeah. or like my fingers or mm. mm-hmm. yeah. I'm bouncing those knees. Mm-hmm. I'm chewing the, my lip. Yep. Just gnawing that right off. Yeah. I, sometimes I'll like hold the microphone like this or like this. Mm-hmm. I do this. I, I do my little <laughs> like my little uh, yeah ballet fingers. <laughs> <laughs> mm, we got to get some um, cameras in here on these camera woof. things. Get Do a video cast. Yeah, sometimes um, people have problems and life is difficult. Everybody has problems. But you also have a podcast and you talk about books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look. You can't separate those things. Sometimes when you... What, am I supposed to check myself at the door? <laughs> no. This is what's real. And like... Did an episode of Mental Illness Happy Hour. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. 
How was it? Intense. Yeah. I did it anonymously. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. So you can't find my name. Can't find my name. But, but now but we know I love, you did it. I love podcasts where people talk about real things. Of course. Because yeah. there's real people. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I want to feel connected to the audience, and I hope yeah. they feel connected with us. I mean, we very naturally got there. <laughs> Just, it wasn't like you were like conversation this week like, we did remember me and i was like yeah. listen let's talk about dealing with depression in a relationship like uh, you know what i loved about the part on the balcony um my dad is dead <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about um when peter starts rhyming is how I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> is how navigating depression at the beginning of a relationship is really hard. I'm sad almost all the time. Am I a burden on you, Am listener? I a on my loved one? Am I just something they're putting up with? <laughs> we'll never know. Book. There's nothing. There's no way to find out. Because <laughs> they're never going to tell me. <laughs> they wouldn't say that. They love me. <laughs> Maybe I'll just ask another them. way they put up with me. In, in a morality play, in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Mike <laughs> Christopher help uh, us Jesus 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 Um all right well, I mean we are <laughs> talking What an episode What an episode What, what do we have episode. next week do you know Let's look it up on the old Google Sheets Okay I deleted Google Sheets on my phone. I deleted Google Sheets on my phone because I don't have enough storage. I don't. Oh my God. I started playing this game called Politicat. I had to delete it. That sounds familiar. You're just a cat that's running for office. And you like raise money and then you meow at the audience to get like voters and. Um, you hire like campaign managers and stuff, and it's really fun. Uh, my forearms are sore because it was just a bunch of you oh tap to meow. Oh, so I was just tapping like crazy. I would do like two, like four fingers tap 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 because it does same like, time fingers. Uh-huh. I have to. I deleted it in the car. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't have this anymore because I played it for so long today. I had to delete Simpsons tapped out from my phone. <gasps> I haven't deleted it yet, but I can't play it because I it's too much it for anymore. me it, well they changed they changed everything so that oh, I want it. yeah um so the way you do quests you had to be doing something every five minutes or yeah, something it's a lot. It's like 20 minutes i had all these alarms on my phone going <laughs> off i was like okay five minutes for this one 20 minutes 20, yeah. an hour for this one and then for the things that were like two to five minutes i would just keep my phone open and then watch the bar fill up and then be like, yep. again, again, mm-hmm. again, again. To where like nothing was fun anymore. No, it's it's a like, chore. What the fuck am I doing? You're just doing housekeeping on your phone. I'm doing this just so I can get Hank Scorpio's lair, <laughs> which is a lie because I paid money for that. Oh, I haven't paid I money for donuts. anything on Tapped Out yet. You bought donuts? I bought donuts. I bought Aww. that. I bought, what else did I buy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but coming up next is Fall Into Darkness, which I don't remember liking. I can't remember it. I feel like I read that, though, because that name sounds one familiar. Cliff. Cliff. That's the one they made a movie, a TV movie out of with um, Tatiana Ali and Should we do something Jonathan Brandis. Hmm? Should we do something specials for that? 
Oh, I forgot. We were going to watch uh-huh. the we movie, watch too. Yeah, we could watch it. Let's hang out and watch that movie. Okay. <laughs> Done. We're friends now. Done. We're friends. Best friends. Second best friends. <laughs> Second best friends. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. I just bought a sound that bar. is filled. You just bought a sound bar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could watch it with lots of sound at my house. My, for some reason, I, there's like a Midwestern accent that has wormed its way into my speech. Mm-hmm. And Mike will notice it and point it out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I hate it when he does this because I'm like, I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed just now I said sound bar. Sound, sound, sound bar. Sound bar. Sound bar. I'm from fucking San Diego. Yeah. Born in Reno, raised in San Diego. Where did this come from? I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. One of the eternal mysteries. Fucking Midwestern accent. Oh. Mm, fall into darkness. Yeah, fall into darkness. Okay, we'll watch it. With popcorn. Did we even talk about the book very much today? No, we talked about it for like 20 minutes. Whatever, it was a good book. It was, it was a, a good book. book. Read the book. Read it. Seriously, mm-hmm. guys, read it. And then like, just don't worry about the last part. Just don't worry yeah, about just it. Pre- Pretend it doesn't happen. Like, just skim it just, so you know like, what we're okay, talking here's about. Here's the embarrassing part. Yeah, just, uh, just, oh, let's talk about this real quick. Is mm. it turned out Sherry was typing the whole thing through Jimmy oh, yeah. on about a computer? That. Forgot about that. Why? Yeah. Just why? why did it need to be an actual Britain book that she, she was wants doing? people to remember her? But because he needed a titular line. But Sharon, like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, None of the other books written no. in the... Oh, is this the first book that was first person? No. Well? I think it might be. I think it's the first this book is the first, first, first person. First person. First, that's first why person. he did that. First person. First, 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 first. Maybe felt weird about it. <laughs> He's like, this isn't me. <laughs> I don't so feel like Christopher knows. Pike. This isn't me. <laughs> so everyone knows I was channeling a girl. I was channeling a girl. I'm but 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah it just seemed unnecessary yeah it was just too neatly tied up with a bow it's like oh and also need to be by the way this whole time for me you're reading my uh, manuscript yeah like, like why word 95 to, like was jimmy then publishing it i just don't get it i don't know i don't get it he does that for another book i won't even talk about it he does okay all right it's a real shocker for that one <laughs> let me tell you i believe it mm-hmm Okay, guys, guys, Teen Creeps Pod, that's both Gmail and Twitter, Twitter, Gmail, Facebook, 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 on the Facebook. Um, uh, feel free to suggest other books you think we should break up the pikeness with. Yeah, you know what I would like hmm. to do is maybe we should read Flowers in the Attic series. Oh yeah, I didn't read that. Um. Because you I always haven't read it either. Oh, I've only seen the movie. Oh, who was I talking to that read it? Probably Ryan. You and Ryan are the only people I talk to, and that's in this room. <laughs> well, we were talk. We were talking about it on the podcast, but I I haven't read. You were the not book. speaking of the book. I see. I was saying we should read the books. Okay, but I have not read them myself. I'd read them, man. <gasps> I do it. Mm. Can you tell we're sleepy, baby? I'm so sleepy. I'm so sleepy. I should probably remember to stop at El Pollo Loco to pick up some food. Fucking personal stuff. I know. I'm like, I feel like, like I'm ice cream scooped out. Yeah, I'm a little drained. <laughs> I don't need therapy this week. I just talked about I know. Here for free. How do you guys feel? Do you guys feel tired? Yeah. Bored? Three and a half. 
Just let us know. Tweet us at Teen Creep Pocket. <laughs> Tell us how the breath works. Teen Creep Pocket. Okay, is anybody listening to this yet? Is anybody listening to it? Yeah. Yeah, we have subscribers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. I was surprised. How many? Mm, 12? More. Oh, okay. More than 12, but not very many. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We love you. Um, We love you more than 12. We love you more than 12. Okay. Stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.